on the line, a guy with 60 Cup Series wins, one of them a Daytona 500, a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion, a Surefire Hall of Famer, already one of the 75 greatest drivers of all time, driver the number four Bushlight Ford Mustang for Stuart Haas Racing, the one and only Kevin Harvick. Welcome to WGN. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, it's glad to be anywhere, right? Think about this. 11th in a row course. That's not bad. Top five in points for Kevin Harvick. What do you do? Does this maybe cause you to rethink the retirement thing, or are you thinking, hey, it's just going to be nice to, you know, for the duration, race like Kevin Harvick? Yeah, well, I think for, for me personally, it's it's really the main focus was always uh, what do we have to do to be competitive? So we've been able to uh, do that so far this year and, and put ourselves in a, in a good position from, from that standpoint. But look, it's a lot of work. In order to, to do this correctly, it's, you have to be all in seven days a week and, and be able to uh, be involved in it on multiple multiple sides of the fence, whether it's in the seat or um, you know in the, in the conference room or in a meeting or, or whatever it is. And I think for, for me, it's, um, you know, it's, it's just time to uh, to have a little little bit more time and flexibility in my schedule so i have not i have not got out of the car yet and said man i i, <laughs> I we need to we need to sit down and have a conversation about next year it's, it's been it's been a lot of fun to be able to to go to each event and kind of celebrate what you've done at that facility and see the fans and sponsors and people and you know just hear the stories of of what their what their moments are and go back through the paint teams and the helmets and so it's been, um, you know, that was really the goal of, of this last year was let's have a let's have a celebration and, and let our guard down and enjoy the things that, that we've been able to accomplish uh, throughout the last 20 some years. And, and so that part's been fun because I, I would I, I'm look, I'm not the person that wants to tell you about what we've been able to accomplish and, you know, the things that we've done. But it's been it's been a great exercise for me personally to to kind of just go back and, and, and realize how fortunate I have been to uh, to have great people and and um, you know have the success that we've had throughout the years yeah you think about it i mean you're one of those guys right you said you want to be competitive you want to race like kevin harvick you want to do those right things there's a lot of focus and work that goes into just being competitive and being part of the race team but even just reminiscing and kind of taking it in and being there for the fans and allowing for that that's work as well was that something that you had to prepare for where you had to say like okay i kind of have to step outside of my normal you know 100 percent focus to kind of allow for this kind of thing yeah and that's that's really like when you see the logos and, and everything that, that go with everything uh, that we've been able to put together for the last year. And that's, that's, that's why we sat down a week after the season ended last year. And, you know, everybody at SHR has already been through this one time with, with Tony and, and hearing the things that he would have done the things he liked, the things he didn't like were very similar. We don't, we don't really want to do things. We, we, we do things in a very similar way. And, and I think with, with Tony having that experience, it was good, good for us to give us a foundation to say, okay, let's start here. And then we evolved from there. And, and really all the sponsors have, have bought into everything that we're doing. And so, you know, it, Everything that we planned out in November has led to uh, being able to be successful and, and be competitive on the, on the competition side, which was the main goal. But we've also been able to accomplish a lot of things off the racetrack with, with the fans and merchandise and uh, throwback paint schemes and throwback helmets and uh, let uh, the, the racetracks and NASCAR and social media. There's just so many things that go into it. And, and we wanted to do the last year right. And that's just that's just the way that we operate. And, and we want to be organized. 
organized and, and we want to be, we want to make an impact do things better than, than other people can. So, you know, I feel like we've, we've done a good job at that. And, and I think it shows uh, with, with the things that things that happened throughout the first half of this season. Yeah. NASCAR is a, is a cross country tour. Not all places are the same. Not all markets are you know, maybe the same, whether it's the, the market, the people, the proximity, the landscape, the vibe, right? Marcus Smith and his group at, at SMI, they've been, they've been great week in and week out to, uh, to help uh, remember the things that you've done at each one of their facilities. And really Marcus was a, was a big part in, in doing the things that we're doing this last year, because that this is not how I would have chosen to do it. I think it's definitely evolved into the right way to, to, to go out in the last year. But uh, he was very adamant that, that the racetracks and the fans and the people and sponsors that, that were involved would want to be a part of, of the things that, that we've been able to do this year and celebrate with whatever it is at, at, at whatever market. So, um, so it's been, it's been, it's been great. Well, you think about the history there in going back and this isn't even just my favorite Kevin Harvick moment. This is one of my favorite racing moments is, and since everybody's doing that, you're getting a lot of that all year is, is IRP. I think it was year 2000. It was a Bush series, an Xfinity series race. It was you and, uh, and Greg Biffle racing. It was like some of the best racing that I have ever seen. It was a million years ago, right? You were still in the, in the Xfinity series, but it is one of those at IRP. And so there's a million of those. Have there been some, Kevin, where people have come up and reminded you of something that maybe you had forgotten, but you're like, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of those moments. And, and really that, that's what this, that's what we wanted to happen, right? You wanted to go back and tell a story of 30 years of racing, not just 23 years of, of cup racing. You wanted to go talk about the last 30 and, and because we have a lot of new fans and, and you hear those stories about IRP. Well, you, you hear one of those stories about, you know, you might've been in Madison, Wisconsin or, or somewhere, somewhere that, that we've raced a late model or at the Oxford 250 in Maine. And just the amount of, the amount of people that, that you've been able to, you know, be in contact with or have watched your race. For me, I didn't really put all that. It's hard to put all that in the context to, to understand exactly, you know, the reach that you, that you've had throughout the years. And, and so it's important to, uh, to be able to, uh, go and, and celebrate all that, those stories and let the fans tell those stories about the stuff that, that, uh, they've been able to be a part of. And, and so we've been fortunate to, to have a lot of great races and compete against a lot of great competitors. And, and, but we've also been to a lot of, great uh, cities and racetracks and, and met a lot of great people along the way. Well, you, you think about this, it's one thing, your own trophy case and all of those personal kind of accolades and those experiences with the fans, but for the sport overall, you were kind of, your career sort of spans a pivotal point, taking over for Dale Earnhardt in the Goodwrench car, and then, of course, here in Chicago, you won the first ever race at Chicagoland Speedway, and now you're going to be racing in your final year in the first ever street course race right here in Chicago. So you've kind of touched a lot of those eras in racing. Yeah, I, I, you know, when I go back and, and look at the era of racing that I came through in NASCAR, I'm very fortunate because I got to I got to come through several generations of, of just great drivers. I came in, you know, in, in 2001, and, and you, so you had that, that group of guys that, that raced really through the late 70s and 80s that were at the end of their career, and then we had a great generation that, that came up with me, and then the, the generations in the middle that of the Carl Edwards and, and those types of guys of, of the world that, that came through in, in the middle of my career. And now you're getting to race with a, a, a group of guys that's going to race for another 15 or 20 years, uh, you know, the, the good ones anyway. So, you know, you've, you've got these, 
you've got several generations that, that span across uh, several years of, of groups of people that I've been able to be a part of and race with. And <clears throat> I think that's that's a very unique situation. And I, and I came through at a time when NASCAR was just at its, at its peak as, as we went through the, the early phase of, of my career. So it's been uh, it's been quite a ride and, and I'm looking forward to the to the next chapter that, that is telling everybody about it and, and being able to uh, you know stay involved and do the things that, that we're going to do next. On the tail end, at least of the behind the wheel, part of the career making history again here in Chicago with the first ever street race in the Cup Series. Just your thoughts on that, you know, just on, on being a part of it. Obviously, that's going to be very cool to experience for that first time. Just your thoughts on racing here in Chicago, doing something new, growing the sport. You mentioned very strong on the front end. I think the, the sport is in a good place now. Well, it's always it's always unique to to show new people about our sport because really in the situation that we will be in in Chicago, we're, we're introducing ourselves to a lot of people that don't know anything. When I say anything, may not have even heard about NASCAR racing. And so that that's always fun because most people think it's, hey, they went down the dealership and they put some aftermarket parts on their car and you know they went to their four-car garage and, and uh, here they are. Well, when, when you think of NASCAR racing in today's world, it's an engineering exercise and there's, there's hundreds of people involved and at the, at the race shop and, you know, a hundred and some people involved at the engine shop and, you know, you're, you can go race all over the country and you've got the guys and gals back at the, at the shop in the war room, uh, helping call the race. And, and so there's just, there's just so many things that, that go into, uh, what we do on the racetrack and when people see that for the first time they're just blown away so when you can and, and you know the race itself when you can hear it see it and smell it it just gives you a different perspective on on what it's all about than than what you can get on on television but it'll come across great on on tv as well it could be wild um i don't want to speculate on um you know it's going to be this type of race or that type of race because i i've learned a long time ago that you just have you have no idea uh, of what is going to happen and how it's all going to work out the first time. So we'll let that play out and see how it all how it all works out. It's gonna it's gonna be very exciting. It's gonna be great to be there. You mentioned the TV side because of the road course. A lot of people are going to be experiencing this through the television side. And as you transition into that next year, your thoughts on that? Obviously, always been an important voice in the sport and to be able to add your perspective to that broadcast is going to be great for the viewers. And you've done a little bit of that. Your thoughts so far? Is this something that you feel like? naturally you can do it you just have to kind of share what it is you're seeing is there a, maybe a different sort of perspective or respect for the broadcast side or are you like what did i get myself into <laughs> well there's a lot that goes into it i, I spent a lot of time in the, in the tv compound this weekend just trying to, to understand it but it's, it's very similar to every other thing that you do you got to have a lot of great people in order to, to make something come across great and 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 so you know that communication and, and teamwork is is something that uh, we we pride ourselves in right now currently as far as uh, the four team and everything we do at Stuart Haas Racing and because without great people you you, you can't uh, you can't make things make things uh, go around like like you want them to do but you know I think um, real for me being able to talk about racing that's what I've done my whole life so being able to talk about racing is what I talk about every day and being able to um, talk about that on on TV whether it's the most exciting race or the most boring race you've ever watched, there's always something going on and there's always something to talk about that's intriguing. And, you know, so it's just finding those stories and, and on the days when it's, when the, when the race is in a little bit of a lull and, and finding those individuals that, that are doing something unique and pointing those things out are, are things that I'm looking forward to because there's never a dull moment in a race from a driver and team standpoint. And, and I think um, if we can, 
bring that out in the broadcast it's, it's going to be fun because uh, there's there's always there's always something there's always something to talk about <laughs> there's so much behind the scenes so many stories and of course so many stories that you are making making new memories now for the rest of this season of course sharing the entire career of memories with all of those fans and all those city and coming up here in chicago for the for the street race so kevin we'll let you get back to it thanks so much for everything you're doing thanks for all of that thoughtful consideration bringing the fans along with on your kind of final run through the cup series and thanks for jumping on the show today no problem thanks for having me 720 wgn it is the street race radio special high atop chicago in the skyline studio and excited to have on the line when it comes to history there is uh i don't know if there's any star brighter in the nascar world than the three-time cup series champion daytona 500 champion one of nascar's 50 greatest drivers of course a member of that and other halls of fame the one only daryl waltrip dw welcome to wgn oh man it's it's a pleasure to be on with you i uh I, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited about that street race you're getting ready to have. I, I think it's going to be pretty great. <laughs> well, you think about the history, and you have been there for some of the great moments in the sport, and obviously calling all of that on Fox for all of that time and seeing some of the, the great moments in the sport, seeing some of the ups and down times in the sport, and then some of the history of the sport, right, too. So talk a little bit about that, the first ever street race for NASCAR. Yeah, I, I, I think the... Uh, I, the car that they're racing today is is more uh, acceptable, or not, more accommodating for a track like like a street course where the turns are tight, the course is uh, tight, and so I think the car they have today. This car reminds me. Mike Joy and I went over to uh, Australia three, four, or five years ago. Did a, a V8 supercar race. This car is a it's kind of a clone of that car. It's independent suspension, five speed gearbox. It's just a a different car than what the guys have been accustomed to working on for all these years. So this car is a lot more adaptable to a track like, uh, like Chicago or any, any street course really. So uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for a number of reasons. One, one of the things I just want to see how this car is going to perform on a tight street course like this, because that could be the future of the sport. I don't know. The sport is going through some incredible changes and uh, it looks to me like you do a three-year deal and you move on, three-year deal and you move on. And so we'll see. I, I can't wait to see the race on Sunday. Yeah, it's one of the things to bring that new car that's more conducive to the action, making it more possible to have good racing in a place like the streets of Chicago. But the drivers, too, we've talked quite a bit about it. Different than maybe when you were driving, there's a lot of drivers here that are they're, they're more conducive to racing on street courses. Well, I, I think a lot of drivers were not. They, they were never really comfortable in the cars that we had raced for 50 years. Uh, and, and so this car, I think if you're young and, 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 and haven't been in the sport a long period of time, I think you can adjust to this car a lot easier than maybe some of the older drivers that have, that have driven the older cars. And now they got to adjust themselves and their driving style to accommodate this new car. So I, I think, uh, I think that's why we see a lot of these younger drivers that run up front. Uh, and some of the older drivers like Martin Truex, he doesn't struggle much, but he struggles a little. Uh, Kevin Harvick, some of those kind of guys, they, they, they don't always hit it right off. But, uh, I, I think, uh, I think as time goes by, that's only the second year with this car. Uh, I think given the, a little more time with this car, uh, they'll get comfortable and they'll get it figured out and, and we'll see some great racing. We've already, we've already seen. 
some great racing. I think we're going to see even better in the future. Yeah, some of the drivers that we've talked to, some of them, you know, try to plan. They're doing simulator work. They're trying to be as proactive as possible. Some are just saying, hey, we're going to just kind of figure it out. We'll just see where it goes. We're going to have your longtime crew chief, Jeff Hammond, on with us a little bit later in the program. So if let's say you guys were there trying to strategize for a race like this, what would you do? Would you be like, hey, let's just let our talent in the car kind of take over? Or would you try to do as much recon as possible? No, I would, I would probably want to be in a simulator and, and figure out, you know, you, you, you don't want to go out on a course you've never been on before. And so it would be very helpful to get on a simulator and go around the track and, and know where the turns are and, and know, know where you are on the racetrack. That's important. So I, I think the majority of the drivers, maybe all the drivers have been in the simulator and they kind of know what they're faced with. And, uh, and, and then that helps the driver, it helps the crew chief, it helps everybody get the car adjusted to a, a, a street course. So uh, I think that'd be very important. I, if I were a driver, even today, I'd want to be in the simulator and spend some time and get accustomed and get comfortable with the track. Outside of being the great driver on the track and uh, you know, broadcasting and all, you've always been one of those great ambassadors for the sport itself. Talk a little bit about this. Could you have seen, DW, when you were racing, or even just a handful of years ago, that we would be in there racing on the streets of a city like Chicago? So talk about just your thoughts, like what it means for for the sport, kind of moving forward, branching out, next generation of fans, all the things that can happen. Yeah, well, you know where Santa Fe Speedway is? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> when, I, when I came to Chicago, uh, that was where I went, Santa Fe Speedway. I run out there a number of times. Been to a number of uh, conventions up and down, uh, you know, the lake there. Dick Veshishwa was a friend of mine. I knew him real well. Nice. He had a boat over in the harbor. So, I mean, I've been to Chicago a lot. I never thought we'd race. I, I never really thought we'd race in the streets. I, I didn't see that coming. And so uh, this is an experiment. Uh, like I said, two or three years, see how it goes. You know, maybe it'll be a great success. Maybe it won't. If it didn't, we'll move on to somewhere else. But uh, th- this car gives them so many more options than what they had with the old car. The old car could have never run on a track this tight with turns as tight as these are. So this car opens up a lot of doors, and uh, I think they're looking and they're, they're exploring every one of those opportunities, and uh, who knows what's next. There may be a lot more street races in our future. Oh, that would be awesome. Very last thing, DW, as we're heading into a big holiday weekend, 4th of July. We just talked with uh, your former Fox working mate, Jamie Little. She's out in Lake Tahoe enjoying her vacation. You're on vacation now, so we appreciate you taking a couple minutes away. How does a DW relax on a 4th of July weekend? Well, we're in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, my, my family all come over here every year for uh, for the 4th of July, and so we come over and spend a few days with them. Uh, we just got back from Nantucket. We love Stevie and I love Nantucket. Uh, we're going up to. I'm going to do an SRX race up in Vermont here in a few weeks. So it's been a busy summer for me. I just like to relax. I, 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 it took me a while to get accustomed to being retired, but I've kind of gotten that. I've kind of gotten used to that now. And so now, when somebody calls, they want me to do just like when you call. If somebody calls and wants me to do something, I say, "Yeah, I want to do that," or "No, I don't want to do that." And and so that's kind of where I am in my life just kind of laid back and enjoying myself. Well, you know, the fans are enjoying getting an opportunity to hear from you, your thoughts on this history, been a part of so much history to to give your thoughts on this history-making weekend here in Chicago. And so we'll let you get back to your regularly scheduled vacation, Daryl Waltrip, but thanks so much for jumping on the show today. 
Oh, glad to do it anytime. Uh, you know, I look forward to the race on Sunday and uh, see what happens, and we'll go from there. 720 WGN High atop Chicago in the Skyline studio, and excited to have on the line one of the all-time greats, NASCAR Hall of Famer, three-time Daytona 500 champion, NASCAR Cup Series champion, now part of that great NASCAR and NBC team, the one and only Dale Jarrett. Welcome to WGN. Thank you. I appreciate you having me and uh, just glad to be in Chicago today. So this is it. You know, you guys are in Chicago. It is It is real. It is for real. It is happening. And we have been excited about this back when there was, I think it was a year and a half ago with the iRacing thing. We're like, well, what does it mean? Could it be happening? And then when it got announced, I got to tell you, people have been excited from that moment on. And it is, um, it is a situation where everyone is super pumped now. So from you, from a broadcast perspective, ready for Chicago? Yeah, our focus is on this race because um, you know, it is a first for NASCAR. And the, you know, we talk about the 75 years and everything that, that a lot of us have gone through and, and seen happen during those times. We have not seen an event like this uh, take place in NASCAR. And to, to get here today and actually see the course and, and see the challenges that the drivers are going to have, also see the, the opportunities that were hard to see from renderings and, and drone shots and things like that, that, that this has the real possibility of not just being a street race, but also a really good race, uh, because I think that that I see passing opportunities and and exciting corners uh, for the fans to see, along with some high speed areas of the racetrack um, to to see where the the fans are going to have the opportunity to go to different areas of this city and and watch the race. Uh, it's just incredible, and you know, from a standpoint of TV, I think that what we're seeing here today. Uh, our people have been telling us that have been here and, and doing the, the site plan and, and, you know, trying to position our cameras and everything in the right spots to bring the viewers a great event. Also, that, that might not happen to, to be here for, for the race live. Um, what I'm seeing is something like that the race fans have never seen before. Um, I'm excited about this, that, that we're going to present something to the fans that, that is unlike anything else that, that they've really seen uh, with the, the shots that are available here. You know, when you have Lake Michigan out here, you have the fountain, uh, all of the iconic buildings that, that you hear see here in downtown Chicago. Uh, it's just, just incredible what we're going to be able to, to, to bring for the to the fans and and the drivers are I think the drivers are going to have to be careful not to get distracted with everything that's going on around them. right with all that history it's going to be tough for them because just as you guys are you know sort of struck by the sight lines and the skylines and all the sort of cool stuff going on I don't know if the drivers because they're not having you know a ton of time to practice and just sort of get used to it and get bored with it they're going to be watching it too Dale Jared people are going to be depending on you even people that are there forget the you know the national TV audience Obviously, they're going to be depending on you. But even people that are there, because of the way that it's structured, you're not going to have, you know, it's not like Bristol, right, where you can just see everything that's going on. So you guys are going to have to share that, all of those different things you're excited about. They're going to be excited about and dependent on, too. I wanted to ask you, so from a road course perspective, we talk all the time about the Cup Series never doing a street course race before, and part of it was because of demographics, part of it was the cars, part of it was just sort of the state of the sport. Now you have a lot of drive that are pretty proficient at road courses when you were coming up in uh in, in nascar some people just have you know ringers sort of run the road courses it wasn't a thing you guys focused on but now because of the way the sport has sort of changed because of simulators people are good at road courses yeah they really are and there's a lot of good drivers and teams with this and not only that these new cars uh that the next gen car that was introduced last year 
um, is more conducive to two road course racing uh, with the independent rear suspension that it has and a number of other things. Uh, the, the cars can put on a better show themselves. And so with that, the drivers had to get better, and they are better with that because they have uh, something that can be uh, driven well and competitive and driven hard, and, and that provides good racing to us. So yeah, it actually makes the drivers uh, even better maybe than, than what some of them thought that they were uh, on a road course because they have the right type of equipment and right type of vehicle to race. So I think that's what gives this the opportunity here in Chicago in the streets nonetheless yeah, it's going to be a completely different surface. You don't have any corners that have any banking, so that's different than the other road courses that they encounter. Uh, so it's going to take some different skill sets uh, when you get to that. But I think that the prospects of this car with today's drivers uh, have the real opportunity to put on a show that maybe not in the past would have been the best thing for NASCAR to get into. So I think the timing is perfect for everyone involved. I think the fans are ready for it. The drivers and teams are. Uh, we have the right equipment. And then from a side of TV, I think we have the right perspective of, of what people are going to be looking for and want to see in this race. As excited as, as you are, and for all of those reasons, because of the, the drivers being more used to it, the car being more conducive to it, all of those things that are happening, you have been and won the biggest moments in NASCAR and some of the biggest races. These races sort of take on their stature based on either what it is or the track circumstances, right? When you know, I just came yeah. back from Indianapolis and the, the Brickyard 400 was it was a crown jewel race from the get-go because of where, where it was now with the clash and i'm sure there's some bragging rights there that's an exhibition right so this race being a points race and in this setting dale jared do you feel like the chicago street race could be one of those really prestigious races for drivers to win right out of the gate oh i don't think there's any doubt about that you're you're spot on with you know, uh, the the big events happening you know when you go to, to new places as as you mentioned the brickyard when we went there the first time they, it was such a big event uh, this has that feeling too that it's going to be a big event. There's no doubt about that. You know, can the racing stand up to that and the importance of it for the drivers and teams? One hundred percent. I think that the drivers are, are focused on this, understanding two things. First and foremost, there's only one first time that it can happen. So every driver wants to be a, a winner in that situation and say, you know, this is what I did. I was the first one to do it. The other side of it is. I think there's a lot of drivers that are coming in here that maybe don't have a win yet this year and realize that they are good enough road racers to take advantage of, of an opportunity at a place that everybody else doesn't have any experience either. So they're on the same ground as everyone else. Uh, so that gives them just as good a chance to, to come win. So hugely important race for the drivers for a number of different reasons. And, uh, it will not be an event and a race that lacks excitement, I'll assure you. Very, very last thing, Ned Jarrett, we love we love your dad. And I remember talking to him and interviewing him 20 years ago, and he would call in, and you have that generation, that perspective. Has he talked to you about this? Has he said, like, Dale, I could, I, we could have never imagined you know, racing on the streets of Chicago. What does he think of this all? Yeah, actually, I was just having that conversation yesterday with my dad back in North Carolina, and he was talking about, you know, racing at Soldier Field here uh, when he did back in the 50s. Wow. And so what a difference it was. And he said, so they're actually racing in the streets. He's still trying to grasp that idea that this is going to be in the streets of Chicago. And uh, But he's excited to see that, too. He said, you know, this will be like nothing that's ever happened. I said, Dad, you know, we've had 75 years of racing at a lot of different venues. 
but there's going to be nothing like this. So he's looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be great. Thank you, Dale, for all that you guys are doing. And uh, everybody's going to be tuned to NBC for this race. It is going to be history making, and you'll be right there to call it all. So thanks so much for jumping on the show today. Thanks, thanks. Looking forward to it. 720 WGN High Atop Chicago Skyline Studio for the Street Race Radio Special. I've got the one and only Pat Patterson uh, to my right in for this. And on the line with us, Pat, we've got one of the all-time great crew chiefs, a guy that has been there, done that, seen so many things in the sport, and is one of those great voices of the sport as well. It's it's our friend Jeff Hammond. Hey, good evening, guys. What's going on in Chicago? Uh, Jeff Hammond, good, good to talk to you, buddy. Let me tell you, yep. um, I've, I've mentioned this a few times uh, earlier tonight. To sit in, uh, on top of this building in this radio studio and look out and see the, the beloved Windy City, not, even, not windy, the, the, but, but still the most beautiful city I think I've ever sat up in one of these things and, and looked at. This is just amazing up here at night, man. I wish you were here. I wish I was too, Pat, because I know I was looking at the layout, looking at some of the pictures that have been sent uh, out via the wire, and everybody, you know, just the energy starting to build. And by sending these pictures out, and what you're saying right now, it's kind of like, man, this is killing me. I'm sitting here in North Carolina, and you guys are probably getting ready to witness one of the most unbelievable moments in history as far as the sport of NASCAR is concerned. And, you know, listen to all the comments from A.J. Allmendinger or Dale Earnhardt Jr. about the course and what they're expecting. Uh, I mean, I really believe that, that the drama is going to be there uh, before we see the first, uh, you know, tire go around that place, you know, this weekend. Yeah, uh, Pat was talking a little bit about the beauty of the city and is something that isn't always mentioned. A lot of times the headlines for Chicago, you know, you've got the political dysfunction, you've got violence in the streets, just like any big city and maybe more than some Chicago gets its share of bad headlines. But I think, Jeff, that this is a, a really great opportunity, 100% positive to be able to showcase the city, the beauty of the city, and that'll be all you know right there on that NBC broadcast. Uh, I'm, I'm sure of that. I mean, I've had the pleasure of going to Chicago on several different occasions and, you know, for business trips, and, you know, it, it, it is sad that that's all we hear about because the, the downtown part of Chicago is – it really is. It's. It looks to me like it's just a little further uh, west of what you see in New York. You know what I'm saying? It's just got so many incredible landmarks and so many great restaurants. I mean, it's. Uh, it really is sad that you know we're not talking about the positive. Uh, and hopefully this weekend, that's what will all come out. Will be nothing but positive. The fans will be there. The folks that are not fans will become fans. And everything will come off without a hitch, and you know we'll crown a, a new winner in the uh, in the first ever NASCAR Cup Series street race. You got to m- remember they did run a street race. I think it was in Portland uh, with the Winston West cars many years ago, and uh, so it's been tried one time before, but not to the degree it is. And I, I mean the way the course is laid out, uh, I can see great places for some good side-by-side racing and i can also see where patience and perseverance will prevail if you just you know don't overdrive or get start getting into each other because there's some tight places on that race course championship crew chief jeff hammond in the house with us here on wgn and this street race special and jeff i i think we should pause here for just a minute and and simply address one really important fact 
you know, we weren't ready. NASCAR was not prepared to come and race here and to do a street race in Chicago or any place until we got this next gen car. I don't I think you would agree with me, Jeff. It would be it would have been impossible to envision racing this course with the older car would you know, tell me tell me what you think is that right or wrong no you're right i mean somebody will say what do you mean you know a car is a car no there's the the mom and pop buick and then there's corvettes yeah they're they're both cars that get you to and from but the corvette is designed to go right and left accelerate stop and you know really just make you feel like you're enjoying the the road our old car as great as it was for 75 well 74 years i'm not counting this year but 74 years served Mm -hmm. the purpose in 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 every way possible but we got smarter i mean we finally embraced technology and the next gen car is that technology rack and pinion steering for one uh on a road course like this, you need to have quick stuff that's really quick. I mean, one-to-one almost, you know, two-to-one. So when you make a turn, the tires are turning when your hands are turning. The multi-speed, five-speed, I shouldn't say multi-speed, but the, the transmission itself, you know, it's made to shift. You know, almost like this, bam, 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 no clutch, not necessary. The brakes, they're huge. And you need that when you've got 3,400 pounds of race car, you know, screaming at you about 150, 60 miles an hour into some of these tight corners. All of these things, plus the design of the car itself, has got independent suspension. What does that mean? It means each spring is carrying the weight of the right rear, of its right rear, its left rear, its left front, and right front. And it's doing it in such a way that it makes the car compliant to the racetrack a lot better than ever before and oh compliant to the racetrack how about 18 inch wheels i mean we never had wheels this entire tire patch folks it's real simple you see it uh every day in your life when you when you see a car pass you they got little narrow tires you see another car pass you and all of a sudden it's really wide well vehicles with wider tires have got more grip duh and that's what this car is incorporated into. I mean, it's it's got all the good things that you would build into a car that you would want to go challenge Lamar, you know, or Chicago. So, or, or Martinsville. It's, just, it's a great car. So, as Jeff, a little bit earlier on the program, we had um, DW on and uh, talking with him, and I mentioned you guys as that crew chief driver combination in a, in a race like this where nobody has any experience. A lot of it's on the simulator as far as trying to get a gauge on thing, and NASCAR trying to prevent people from getting experience. Your drivers aren't allowed to race the other race. Your thoughts, your strategy. You got the car. What would be the strategy from the crew chief side? Make make sure you got a good one behind the wheel. Um, you know that's that's one of the easiest things right there to look at from a crew chief part of you point of view. If you've got a guy that's got good feel and you got great engineers that can come up with a basic setup and the guy behind the wheel can adapt throughout the entire race, they give you a, a huge advantage. And then it's up to you. Uh, and talking to a couple of guys earlier this week, you know we don't have stage racing on road courses this year. What does that mean? Yeah, we're going to give away stage points, but when we throw the green and white, you know, 
cross flag, whatever it is for the end of the stages, we're going to keep racing. So you're going to make pit stops based off of how you want to, not trying to race the brakes. And we saw at Sonoma, uh, it changed the outcome of that race. It made it a lot more interesting. It put a lot more of the decisions back in the crew chief and engineer's hands. And it also challenged the drivers that once those guys made those decisions to either save their tires and save their brakes and save fuel or go for it. So we're going to see uh, everything that we do, everything that happens this weekend is going to be a first. So whatever happens on Saturday, you won't find it in history books until after Saturday. So same thing for Sunday. You're going to be learning as you go, and I can promise you everybody – that has anything to do with the Cup Series will be watching the Xfinity Series on Saturday. Jeff, going to have to wrap it up, but at, like we always do, um, folks don't know, but Jeff co-hosts a radio show with me every week. Like we always do, I'm going to let you make your El Bandito Yankee Tequila race pick tonight Ooh. here on WGN. So, so everybody's going to be everybody. And you've hey, look, folks, Jeff has hit it on the nose quite a few times recently. Almost got two in a row uh, last week with uh, Mark Truex Jr. So pay attention, Jeff. Tell people who you think can get it done for the first time the inaugural street race here in chicago who's it going to be from jeff hammond's perspective from my perspective right now he's been been quick at a lot of the road courses in the past i think he'll be he'll be that way again this weekend i'm gonna go with tyler reddick a lot of people say why don't you go with aj Allmendinger? look at aj's record when he did run open wheel he never had any success on street racing broke the transmission and one i think uh Detroit or someplace like that, but the thing was, he's crashed out and he's tore up stuff. So I'm staying away from a guy that has got experience, practical experience. I like a guy for a long shot. It's Michael McDowell. Oh, nice! That is a long shot. That is a long shot. All right, well, Jeff, we're going to let you get back to your regularly scheduled evening. We are excited here and uh, can't thank you enough for adding in your thoughts, your historical viewpoint on all of this action that's going to happen for the very first time right here in Chicago. Well, in closing, right quick, I just want to say this thing. You guys have been so great, you know, keeping us, and I'm talking about NASCAR, um, on the forefront of your sports program and keeping up with what we do down here and around the country. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for Chicago and all the, the fans and the people and your station in particular uh, about what's getting ready to happen this weekend. And I, I'm just, you know, I'm just blown away, and I hope it turns out to be the way we want it to which is, you know, going for it right there at the end, and we, we see something very spectacular to, you know, start it off right. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. And uh, that is Jeff Hammond, the one and only Jeff Hammond, great crew chief, great personality. And when you think about, uh, you know, personality and putting sort of that into the race day experience, it's tequila at the track. It's El Bandito Yankee. We're going out to Bub City. We've got the El Bandito Yankee party. Eric Lands is on the line with us. Eric, you've got Pat Patterson. You've got Dane here with us. We're live on WGN. What's it like at Bub City? It's cranking out here, Dane. It's, it's full. There's a lineup. Uh, we're having a really good time inside. There's a lot of tequila being poured. I heard Mr. Hammond on there. A shout-out to him when I hopped on. Uh, and we're actually in here right now. We've been in here chatting with Noah Gregson. Noah stopped by with his team of folks, and uh, we've just been in here have, you know, having a few minutes of a good time before he has to get serious uh, over the weekend. 
Well, I know that it's been a fun night out there, and I know people really have loved getting their picture made with the car. And, uh, hey, man, it's just great to be in the Windy City and great to be having some fun, uh, obviously, uh, with with uh, all the support of El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Yeah, Pat, it's been a great experience here. Uh, this is wild, as you know, from what we saw today. Uh, I don't, I don't know how this is all going to play out. I think we're all going to find out, obviously, on Saturday and Sunday what this looks like. Um, you know, the course is tight. The course has four or five 90-degree turns, and and it might be wet. <laughs> well, you so know let's what? Just, let's just throw that in. You got to stay hydrated out there. And Eric, we're going to have to we're going to let you go and wrap the program. But uh, the we know that the drinks will be wet, and they will be El Bandito Yankee. Thanks, Eric. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap it up. So, Pat, thanks so much for coming in to WGN for the Street Race Radio Special. Real pleasure, Dane. Thank you for having me. Uh, All the best to the fans this weekend. Hope everybody has a really fun time. Be safe out there and enjoy some great NASCAR for the very first time.